Well, since the season is in full swing, this accusation kind of, you know, fell underneath the radar, but the Devils were able to finally fill that void behind Mackenzie Blackwood, and also, it's game day for the New Jersey Devils as they take on another New York team, the New York Islanders. How do they stack up against the Islanders? Is there any chance that the Devils can begin their season 3-0-1? Well, let's find out. Let's buckle up, because we have a jam-packed episode this morning. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 7.26 p.m. Eastern Time, January the 20th at the time of this recording. So if you guys haven't checked out the episode yesterday, I basically ranted and talked about how the New Jersey Devils did win, but it was an ugly win to say the least. And you know what? I love it when you guys respond to me on Twitter. So I got to give a quick shout out to one of my YouTube listeners he goes by the name Kevin Mark and his Twitter handle is at coach bulldog he basically responded to me uh, from yesterday's episode he said just listen to the most recent podcast as always great job one comment while I agree it was an ugly loss last night is the type of game that the Devils have been losing for years I see winning that type of game as a step forward so I just want to respond to that by saying yes that is a fair claim that is a fair uh, take and yes I agree with him I'd much rather take the W over everything else so you know, guys, I wasn't trying to be pessimistic in the last episode. I just want to say I am so glad that the New Jersey Devils were able to get that win over the New York Rangers, a big rival. People were putting them above us. In fact, a lot of people are putting a lot of teams above us. I just feel like the New Jersey Devils are just slept on. And so I just expect nothing but the best from them because, you know, if they would have lost that game, you wouldn't have never heard the end of it for a good while because the Devils had a chance to, you know, just blow the game out the water. Obviously, uh, they couldn't, you know, uh, put the final nail in the coffin with uh, P.K. Subban's goal because it was deemed an offside, so the the goal didn't count. But after that, it just seemed like the Devils kind of lost it. They kind of let the Rangers get back into the game. So I just expect better from the New Jersey Devils. And yes, that has been a game that they've been losing. And maybe, just maybe, our luck is starting to turn around. But you know what? That's in the, you know, way distant future. We're focusing on the now. All I see in the now is that the New Jersey Devils are above 500 for the first time in over a year. Obviously, uh, that's a great achievement for right now. I know it's early, but still, just to be over 500 is a good thing if you're the New Jersey Devils because we haven't been uh, over 500 in a good, good, good while, okay? So I'm, I'm just glad that Devils hockey is just back in general. So anyway, let's talk about a recent acquisition that the Devils made recently. Obviously, this acquisition has fallen under the radar just a bit. No one's really talking about it. So I might as well be one of the first to talk about it because I just feel like everyone needs to, you know, get a little more excited for this move because we were finally able to fill some of the void that Corey Crawford left because obviously Corey Crawford hasn't put on a Devils uniform and never will, but still, he was supposed to be our backup goalie and obviously when he retired it kind of put us a little behind in goalies because our our death was just lacking a little bit we had to like say Scott Wedgwood would be our backup then we had to say a few other young guys 
uh, you know, can possibly be our third string goalie. And it, it just wasn't going to work out. So the Devils had to make a move quickly. And they did so by claiming Aaron Dell from waivers via the Toronto Maple Leafs. So with the recent retirement of veteran goaltender Corey Crawford, as I stated, the New Jersey Devils, we quickly fell behind the eight ball due to the lack of depth at the goaltending position. So Crawford's announced uh, his retirement a few days before the start of the new NHL season. Since the Devils coaching staff entrusted Mackenzie Blackwood to be the starting goaltender, regardless of any scenario, Crawford's departure certainly raised some concerns in terms of their depth at goaltending. So uh, let's talk about Mackenzie Blackwood briefly. I know, I know, I've been talking about Mackenzie Blackwood a lot, but you know what, uh, this narrative doesn't really fit without Mackenzie Blackwood. So Mackenzie Blackwood uh, and the Devils, they're only three games into the young season so far, and their record currently stands at 2-0-1. and So 201, as I stated, we're above 500 for the first time in a long time. So Blackwood has been doing excellent work for a Devils defense that's proven to be mediocre so far into the season. So it was also worth mentioning that the team's specialty teams, especially uh, the Devils' penalty kills, don't give Blackwood much help either. I talked about this in the last episode, so give that a listen if you need me to elaborate on that more. Because currently the Devils have one of the worst penalty killing defenses in the entire league. So as of January 20th, which is at the time of this recording, the Devils have been in the penalty kill 13 times and have given up four power play goals. Despite the issues at defense, Mackenzie Blackwood has been performing exquisitely. In the three games that he's started in, he has a save percentage of 948, so he's 109 out of 115 in save opportunities to go along with a goals against average of 1.9. So despite being a netminder, it's safe to say that Blackwood is New Jersey's best defender due to the inconsistency put up so far by his blue liners. So uh, defense for the New Jersey Devils, please step up so that way Mackenzie Blackwood doesn't have to do all the heavy lifting because there's no I in team. Well, you know, as Kobe Bryant said, there's an ME in it. Okay, okay, you know what? I I just degraded my own point. But still, um, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood cannot be doing the heavy lifting, especially if the Devils want to make some noise. So, so far the Devils have shown potential, but it's still a long season and I don't want to get my hopes up but you know what I am going to do for the next game against the Islanders I'm going to go to betonline.ag to you know place my bet because I'm going to take a risk because I think the Devils win streak can continue I feel like their uh, style of play can continue I feel like Jack Hughes and Miles Wood will continue with their points uh, streak so uh, yeah let's continue wait a minute wait a minute you want to learn more about betonline the best uh, online betting website on the market Oh, okay, I guess it's time for the first live read of the morning. Are we ready for some hockey? Because the National Hockey League heads into the regular season, and there's some big matchups already on the schedule, and the NFL regular season is finally over, and obviously the playoffs have begun. There have been some upsets and some not so much of an upset, and it's becoming clear who will become the next Super Bowl champions, or I think it's becoming clearer. That's up for you to decide and bet on. There is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, Go to betonline.ag, sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Talent talks about one or multiple options. NHL games of the week, NFL top games, current headlines and sports. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Also, check out their social media. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business sign up for a free account and use that promo code once again locked on for your sign up bonus hashtag bet online get involved and get in the action everybody
So I just want to say that Blackwood's style of play and potential is certainly not in question by the organization or even the fan base. However, ever since uh, Crawford's uh, retirement, questions have been uh, raised as to which player could potentially be his backup. Despite a shortened season, it would be unfair, not to mention unsafe, to ask Blackwood to be the starting goaltender for almost all of the games. It's just not going to happen. It's not realistic because I was seeing reports saying, could Mackenzie Blackwood potentially play in like, well, you know, there's 56 games this year. Could he play in like 50 of them or, or 45? And I'm just like, no, no, no. That's a recipe for disaster, if you ask me, in my honest opinion. Because barring any postponements due to the COVID-19 protocols, the most rest that the Devils will get in between games for this season is four. And, you know, I know that, um, you know, it, it, you, you guys are saying, well, Trey, uh, in a 82-game series, that, that's about the same th- amount of time. Well, keep in mind, there's, uh, you know, the, the season is more jam-packed in a short amount of time. So, you know, there is no, you know, time to, like, recover or just say, okay, we got to do this, got to do that. No, nope. right to the next game, right to the next game, right to the next game, right to the next game. Because it's a little different when you have to jam-pack all those games in a short amount of time. Because, remember, the NHL is trying to get back to uh normal procedures by the end of this season so uh you know obviously covid put a delay in things it kind of put everything behind everything was happening so fast the draft had to be pushed back a few months and then free agency you know was uh you know hectic a little bit but you know what that, that that's what happens in the middle of a pandemic so that's what uh, i needed to provide to you guys um just to inform you so obviously a backup goalie for a developing young player during a hectic season is going to be imperative for a team like the devil so going into the latter days of training camp and also the start of the season scott wedgwood was promoted to be the backup goaltender for blackwood however with all due respect towards uh wedgwood he's not exactly the ideal player to be a backup at this stage of his career despite being a part of the tampa bay lightning's championship roster his brief stints in the nhl haven't been magnificent if we're putting it politely and also his ahl numbers aren't grand either so with the limited amount of potential games to be played not to mention being stuck in a tough division the devils began their search for a solid backup goaltender and on january the 18th they claimed aaron dell off of waivers from the toronto maple Leafs. so uh we got lucky once again and here's why dell was originally signed with the toronto maple Leafs on a one-year eight hundred thousand dollar deal back in october so uh just a full disclaimer since uh we claimed dell off of waivers the Toronto Maple Leafs have to pay for his salary because he wasn't a free agent. So uh, uh, his salary, his contract will not affect our uh, cap space. It won't affect our payroll whatsoever. So we got lucky right there. That's that's uh, part one. So uh, the Leafs decided to waive him instead of letting him uh, remain on the roster. Compared to Wedgwood and Eric uh, Comrie, Dell is obviously more qualified for the role of being a solid backup goaltender for Mackenzie Blackwood. So Dell's numbers aren't spectacular by any means, so I'm not trying to hype him up, but you know, I do have to be fair. His role the past few seasons with the San Jose Sharks was to be a backup goalie for Martin Jones, who was a 2017 All-Star and a 2014 Cup champion. So, so it's not like he was the backup goalie for nobody because uh, with all due respect to Mackenzie Blackwood, you guys know I love Blackwood on this show. I should rename this show for a week to Locked On Blackwood, but uh, Blackwood is not an All-Star and he's not a champion yet. And so the fact that Dell had to be a backup goalie for someone who was an all-star and an established champion really says a lot. So it goes to show you that the Sharks organization had trust in Dell to be that backup goalie 
uh, you know, for their their go-to guy. So I, I just want to, you know, make that clear. So uh, obviously going from Martin Jones to uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is a huge, huge downgrade in, in terms of personnel, okay? I'm not trying to say that Blackwood's a bad player. You guys know I love him, but I just got to be fair. Jones is an all-star and a champion. Mackenzie Blackwood is not that yet. He is good. He is nowhere close on that pedigree uh, ladder or whatever you want to call it. So uh, I, I think Dell can handle being a backup for Blackwood. He's not going to get intimidated. He's not going to be scared of the challenge because he's going to be like, I got to, you know, play backup for this kid? Oh, man, I can handle that. That That's easy. Now, I know what you're thinking. Trey, why are you hyping up Martin Jones? Yes, he's good, but he's not that good. Why are you treating him like he's Marty Brodeur or whatever the case might be? I'm just trying to give my respect, okay? So if you're an all-star and a champion, you have my utmost respect because those are two hard accomplishments to achieve uh, you know, at any level of any sport. So I, I just want to give my respect and just make sure that I'm not underestimating anything, okay? So I'm just trying to give my respect where respect is due. So, you know, let's move on to Dell and, you know, his role. So it was a role in which San Jose entrusted him to do for the past four seasons. Throughout his four-year tenure with San Jose, Dell appeared in at least 20 games. Last season, he appeared in 33 games, which was a career high for him, while posting an overall save percentage of 908 and a goals against average of 2.76. Overall, the Devils should be satisfied with Dell's numbers and production due to the scarce amount of quality goaltenders that were still available to pick up. So to further elaborate on that claim even more, on the day that Crawford announced his retirement, there was only one goalie, one goalie that was still uh, available who had won at least one NHL game last season. That player was Jimmy Howard, who also just recently announced his retirement. So Howard had a dismal record of 2-23-2 last season for the Detroit Red Wings. So clearly Dell was the best goalie on the market for the Devils, and they should consider themselves lucky. So like I told you guys, the Devils were just searching for answers to try to replace Corey Crawford because it came so sudden. It, they were not prepared for that. They didn't know what to do. I said, you know, they're going to have to wait until maybe the trade deadline to make a trade or whatever the case might be. But the fact that they were able to get Dell and you know Dell is not you know the biggest name obviously uh if I had to choose between Crawford and Dell I'm gonna choose Crawford in a heartbeat and it's not even close but you know what at, at times like this you, you gotta take what you can get and since Dell was available since he's cheap and you know since he has some signs of you know being a potential you know solid goaltender why not let's do what Subban does let's just let the puck fly from the point area and let's just see if it goes in at this point so uh, obviously, with Dell coming to the New Jersey Devils, uh, he's going to need some energy because, you know, I know uh, getting waived by the Toronto Maple Leafs and going to the New Jersey Devils can take a lot of energy out of you. You got to go from Canada. You got to go from New Jersey. So you know what he should take? He should take a built bar. Okay, so moving on to tonight's matchup. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't know what a built bar is? Let me tell you something about built bar. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved built bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my God. Gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym, and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew? Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Built Bars are healthy. 
Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. Okay, guys, it's game day between the New Jersey Devils and the New York Islanders. So, obviously, there's a lot to look forward to for the New Jersey Devils. So, the uh, New Jersey Devils are 2-0-1, and, and the New York Islanders are 2-1. and one. So, what can we look forward to? So, it seems like these two teams are evenly matched, but the only thing that's a huge difference between the two of them is is the penalty kill. So the Devils have a 69.2% penalty kill, which gives them, uh, let's see, uh, they rank 25th in the entire league, whereas the Islanders are 90, well, close to, they're 92.9. So let's round that up to 93% in the penalty kill, which gives them the third best penalty kill in the entire league. But in terms of the power play, both of them are pretty dead even, as in they're not really good. So the Devils' power play is 10%, which is 23 third in the league and the uh, Islanders, you know, 11.8. So we'll round that up to 12, which is 21st in the league. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. So if I'm the Devils, this is the time to get your penalty kill uh, defense together, okay? Because we cannot be giving up these power play opportunities, especially if it's a team like the Islanders. So uh, in terms of players to look out for for the uh, Islanders, they don't really have that player that's, you know, stood out in my opinion because it's just like um I, I would have to say maybe their best player so far in terms of points is lee and you know in three games played he has two goals with uh two points but plus minus a negative one whereas if you don't look at the new jersey devils there is one player who really stands out and someone to look out for and that's jack hughes in three games played he has two goals four assists for a grand total of six points and he has a plus minus of three so jack hughes is one of the best points getters in the league currently so uh that that's something to definitely look out for and we also have miles wood three games and three goals and his, his plus minus is improving already as i stated so many times and um i i just think the devils just have the edge over the islanders so for the devils my key for them to win is that they just have to do better on the penalty kill if they are better on the penalty kill guess what they would have more wins so take game one for example when they gave up those power play goals to the boss the Bruins in the opener or just recently when they uh, let the Rangers remain in the puck game by giving them all those power play opportunities so uh, for the Devils you just got to tighten it up and quit being nervous what do you got to be nervous about okay I know you haven't played in a while so I'm gonna you know hold you accountable for that but at the same time I've seen you guys play enough times during the course of the season in which I could say you guys are better than that you're way better than that remember in period number one it was awful then periods number two and three uh, the opener against the Boston Bruins, I'm going back to that again, you guys really adapted well, and you guys really put on a show, you made it interesting, yes, it was a heartbreaking loss, and yes, some things could have gone better for you, but at the same time, you didn't give up, 
and you know what the the odds were stacked against you in both games against the Boston Bruins and you were able to split the series and now they're off to a pretty rough start if you ask me and then for the Rangers you know you could have blown them out the water yes uh you know you had a goal taken away from you but at the same time you should have gotten another one just to put them away and put them to bed and take the wind out their sails and you know just uh not give them that confidence I feel as though when the Rangers won that uh challenge when they were challenging PK Subban's goal as maybe an offsides I feel like their confidence went up a little bit and they were like wait a minute we have a chance we can actually beat these guys and pull off you know I wouldn't say it was an upset but during the course of the game it was kind of an upset because the Devils just looked like the better team I know the shots on goal differential I know uh you know the hits differential I know it says a different story but based on what I saw I think the Devils were for the most part in control of the game but it was just an ugly game because they just let the uh, Rangers get back into it and that cannot happen that can come back to bite you and you know with every game so crucial since it's you know uh, about let's see I'm not really good at math but you know the 20 ish uh less games than you would normally play uh you know it's just like uh you you can't be giving up games like that so uh, i'm just glad that the devils are just over 500 that's all i can say i know i repeat myself a lot but uh that that's just what i could say about it so uh for the islanders yeah as i said it i think lee is right now their best uh you know goal getter because he did score two goals in their uh four to nothing win against the rangers on opening night for them but then they got shut out and then they beat the boston bruins one to nothing so in my opinion the islanders don't really scare me i just feel so if the Devils can play their game like they've been doing against the Bruins and against the Rangers and just, you know, tighten up their penalty kills, if they just play a little smarter, I feel like uh, the Islanders are, you know, just a cakewalk for them. And this can really give uh, the Devils an opportunity to, you know, just, you know, give themselves some breathing room in the standings a little bit and just say, hey, we're getting off to a really great start. And if we keep this up, we can actually make the playoffs. So for the Devils, I'm just like, take this one game at a time, try to take this one win at a time. And maybe, just maybe, you know, when we get to, like I say, the 15 or 20 game-ish mark, maybe, um, you know, something like that, when the standings start to settle a little bit, when teams start to settle in a little bit, when you get a clear sense of who's the real deal and who's just like, oh, this person got off to a slow start, this person got off to a fast start and they fell off, or this person's been consistent. So I just want to say for the Devils is just keep it up what you've been doing and I think they'll be just fine so if I had to put my money on this game I'd say the Devils will win I'd say three to one quite honestly I think the Devils can win against the Islanders three to one and I expect PK Subban to have a big game and just have a breakthrough because we saw uh Jack Hughes have a breakthrough we saw Miles Wood have a breakthrough I feel like the Subanator is due because in his last game um obviously he had one assist but he could have had another goal but obviously we talked about that it was taken away due to a successful Rangers challenge I feel like PK Subban is looking a lot better I know it I know the defense doesn't really say it but I think the Subanators do quite honestly for a breakthrough game so uh, if I had to put my money on the line, I'd say it's going to be the Subinator who's going to lead us to victory tonight in terms of assists and maybe a goal. That 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 That's my money. That's my money. So uh, expect the Subinator to do well. But that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I'd say the Devils are going to win tonight, and I'm confident in it. So go Devils, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. So thanks for listening.